It is Thursday, April 8th, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. It's a busy weekend if you're a Dirt late model fan, including the Outlaws at Bristol. The MLRA has two shows at Lucas Oil Speedway. The Spring Nationals are at I-75, and several other series are racing, including Mars, the Southern All-Stars, Ultimate Southeast, and many more. Things get underway starting tonight at Bristol for an open practice session for the Outlaw competitors and UMP modified racers. Dirt Vision will have live streaming coverage from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern, and fans can watch for free on Dirt Vision, Facebook, and YouTube. Matt Yoakum, Ashley Stremme, and Georgia Henneberry will be on the broadcast talking about the sessions and getting fans prepared for the racing on Friday and Saturday. There are a number of storylines entering the weekend, but I wanted to start with an update on the World of Outlaws Late Model Series field of full-time drivers. In the last few weeks, we've seen several drivers fall off the tour with some announcements and news even this morning. First, in a tweet earlier today, Chase Youngens announced he's dropping off the series full-time to regroup following a rough start to 2021. Youngins has been a full-time outlaw for the previous three seasons, finishing top five in the points in 2019 and 2020. But through the first nine nights of this year, it had been a real struggle with Young Hands having just a lone top 10. Uh, that was a seventh at Cherokee, but even that came on a non-points double feature night. Last weekend at Farmer City, he was 19th and 11th in a B-Main. They'll run a pick-and-choose schedule going forward with plans to be at Lucas Oil Speedway for this weekend's MLRA Spring Nationals. Also, in a post to DirtOnDirt.com from last night, we found out that Ross Bales has departed the Big Frog Motorsports team after initially planning on running for the World of Outlaws Rookie of the Year in 2021. He cited struggles getting comfortable in the car along with the difficulties of traveling full-time with a young family at home. Bales and the team didn't compete at Farmer City last weekend, and his best result through the first seven nights was a seventh at Volusia. He had three finishes of 15th or worse as well. Going forward, expect to see Bales run closer to home around the southeast. As for Big Frog, team owner Augie Bertram told Kevin Kovac he will get things figured out with hopes to return to racing in a few weeks. Other drivers who had initially planned on running the full tour that have since dropped off in recent weeks include Tony Jackson Jr., Ryan Scott, Parker Martin, and David Brazil. Keep in mind that what we are seeing through this opening stretch with drivers on and off the tour is very common. Drivers sign on to get the perks of being a full-timer with the hopes that they start hot and are able to make a real run. But after the first six or eight night, uh, nights, if the teams are struggling, they will scale back. It's very difficult to stay on tour, both mentally and financially, when you aren't running towards the front regularly. There's so much late model racing around the country. Guys can stay in their regions and still do well. Looking at the field, we have 14 drivers who've run every event so far, including three rookies. They are Kyle Strickler, Brandon Shepard, Tyler Bruning, Dennis Herb Jr., Ricky Weiss, Kyle Bronson, Chris Madden, Cade Dillard, Daryl Lanigan, Scott Bloomquist, Boom Briggs, Ryan Gustin, Brent Larson, and Blake Spencer. Strickler, Bruning, and Gustin are the three rookies. Heading into the Bristol weekend, Strickler still leads the standings by 24 over Brandon Shepard, but it's been tough the last few weeks for the high side tickler. He is without crew chief Vinny Giuliani and hasn't finished in the top 10 since the hot opening stretch at Volusia. He needed provisionals both nights last week at Farmer City, and Shepard closed the gap with two top five runs. He didn't run the super late model races at Bristol a few weeks ago, but did test and ran his modified. Hopefully that experience can get him back going in the right direction. As for Bishop, his Rocket team made some strides last week with their two best outlaw results so far in 2021. 
but they had to fight both knights transferring in from B mains and going hard charger each night. As I've said, they have to find a way to qualify better and find some speed earlier in the nights. They've gotten away with it so far, but starting in a hole every night will catch up to you eventually. This could be a good weekend for Sheppy and the Rocket team to break through for their first win of the year. They tested at Bristol last month, and half-mile racetracks have been that team's bread and butter over the last few seasons. Since 2019, Shepard's average finish on half-mile tracks is 3.8, and 12 of his 33 wins over that span have come on the big tracks. Other drivers to keep an eye on over the next few days are the guys that raced at Bristol back a few weeks ago who did well, including Scott Bloomquist, Jonathan Davenport, and Chris Madden. Brandon Overton and Ricky Thornton Jr. also raced that week, but didn't have the results they were looking for. But just having that experience could pay off this weekend. I'm also curious to see what Cade Dillard can do. His season has started out rough, but he got back on track last weekend at Farmer City with a 6th on Friday and a 2nd on Saturday after leading laps late. I could see him getting hot and fighting his way back into contention. Following tonight's practices, racing kicks off tomorrow night with a 10,000 to win show, followed by a 25,000 to win show on Saturday. The weather looks fine for today and tomorrow, but there are some rain chances on Saturday, so stay tuned to the Outlaw website and social channels for any changes in the race's status. Don't forget that the Lucas Late Models are off this weekend with the series electing not to schedule against the Outlaws at Bristol. They will be back next weekend for two shows, Saturday at Hagerstown in Maryland and Sunday at Port Royal. If you can't make it out to the track this weekend, there are plenty of late model shows on the streaming platforms. Flow Racing has quite a few, including the Spring Nationals and Southern All-Stars. The Cushion has ULMS late models from Sealands Grove, and MAV-TV Plus has both nights of the MLRA at Lucas Oil. To see a full list of weekend late model action, check out the schedule at dirtondirt.com. There are three items on the streaming schedule today. Flow Racing has Flow 24-7 and the first night of the King of the High Banks from Marshalltown Speedway. Uh, that features a bunch of IMCA action. Dirt Vision has the opening practice night from Bristol for the World of Outlaws Late Models and UMP Modifieds, like I mentioned as well. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Tomorrow on the show, we'll get you ready for a busy open wheel weekend, including the World of Outlaws in Indiana, the USAC Midgets are at Port City, and a bunch more. There are also nearly 60 races to watch across the streaming platform, so if you can't get out to the track this weekend, plenty, plenty to watch. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.